Hey everybody, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in the book of 1 Kings chapter 17. We're following the life of Elijah the prophet. Elijah the prophet is one of the coolest guys in the Old Testament, really. If you've not studied Elijah, I hope this will encourage you to look at his life a little bit deeper. He did so many unbelievable miracles. I mean, miracles that are still talked about today in churches all over the world. So what he has done so far, he's done two big ones. One, he has said, the Lord the Lord spoke to me that there should be no rain. So he spoke to Ahab the king and said, Ahab, we're shutting up the heavens. So there's no rain. <laughs> now, while there's no rain, right, there becomes a drought and, and food can't grow, can't grow any crops. So the Lord uh, then sends him to a woman and says, look, there's a, there's a lady, she's gathering some sticks, and you know what? She's going to feed you. And so she says, I have just a little bit of flour, a little bit of oil. He said, look, if you'll go prepare me a little cake, then go prepare what you're going to prepare for you and your son. Then here's what's going to happen. Um, the Lord is going to say, your flour's not going to run out. Your oil's not going to run out. And you're going to eat until the day of the Lord comes. You're going to have plenty of food. Well, she did what she did. She obeyed and then God blessed. So that obedience equaled an unbelievable blessing. And now here's where Elijah is. Some people believe Elijah left that house and went to another one. And that's really not in this part of the text, right? And, and so we really believe that Elijah stayed where he was in the same house with that woman. But look what happens. Because remember, the whole goal of these miracles is to point people to the Lord. Whatever it takes to get people to turn back to God and worship him alone. So now so it says this. So now after this, the son, of the, the son of the woman, who was the mistress of the house that we were talking about, became ill. And his illness was so severe that there was no breath left in him. He died. So this woman's son died. And she said to Elijah, what have you against me, O man of God? You have come to me to, to bring my sin to my remembrance and to cause the death of my son. She said, wait a minute, you're here to point out some sin in my life. And it's because of some sin in my life that my son has died. Now, that's a common idea. People believed often, not all the time, and not only this, but they, they did believe that when they would get ill, really sick, a disease, or even, you know, a premature or an odd death, that it was God judging them. Now, sometimes it was, but oftentimes it wasn't. She right here goes straight to that point. She said, you're a man of God. She recognizes that at least at some level, not at the, the deepest level. We're going to get to that in a minute, but at some level recognizes him as being a man of God. It says, what are you, are you just coming to point out my sin? And then this is what Elijah says. And Elijah said to her, now give me your son. And he took him in his arms and carried him up to the upper chamber upstairs where he lodged, where Elijah was staying, and he laid him on his own bed. And then he cried out to the Lord, O Lord my God, have you brought this calamity upon the widow with whom I have sojourned? In other words, this is the widow that baked me a cake. This is the widow that I've known. I've, 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 um, I've journeyed with her for a little bit through this drought. Have you brought me here just to do this? He says, have you, by killing her son? Then Elijah stretched himself out on the child three times and cried to the Lord. So he's laying on the bed and Elijah just lays over him once, lays over him twice, lays over him three times. And then he says this, O Lord, my God, let this child live. Give him life again. May life come into him. And the Lord, and listen, look at this. And the Lord listened to the voice of Elijah and the life of the child came into him again and he revived that is a resurrection. That is a, a literal, factual resurrection. The child was dead. There was no breath in him. He was gone. Elijah prayed to the Lord. And the Lord said, I'll honor that prayer and I will resurrect this child from the dead. 
God specializes in resurrections. So we're talking about it for just a minute. One, resurrection of our health. That countless times, now God doesn't always heal. I know there's some theological thoughts. There's some people out there who believe every time you pray, if you pray with a certain amount of faith and do a certain thing, God automatically heals. Well, it's not true. Uh, God sometimes chooses for people to suffer and for people to die. Why? So in their journey, they bring testimony to the Lord. I know that's harsh. I know that's that's sometimes cruel. I know it's hard to handle if you've seen a loved one go through it. And I'm not trying to throw salt in the wound. I'm not. But sometimes it's the Lord's will for the person to struggle through life, to give testimony to what's next. Because you and I both know what's next is more important than what's here. Because we're going to be there forever. And so sometimes that's God's will. Sometimes it's God's will to do the supernatural and heal, even when the person is at the point of death, to bring them back to life. Now, God sometimes uses medicine to do that. Sometimes God uses supernatural intervention to do that. So God is in the resurrecting business of our lives, of our health, and also of our lives. Have you ever blown it? I mean, have you ever made a tremendously bad mistake and thought maybe your relationship with your spouse was over? Thought maybe your relationship with your kids was over, right? I mean, it's done. There's no way it can be repaired. Thought that your ministry was over. Thought that your reputation in the community was over. But then you prayed. Then you went to the Lord. <laughs> and Then you cried out to God. And God from heaven extended mercy to you and then grace to you. And he resurrected that dead thing in your life. And now you sit there wherever you are or listening to your car, however you're getting this content. You're sitting there right now saying, God did a resurrection in my life. Then third, God has done a resurrection in your life if you're a Christian. The Bible says very clearly that we are dead in the trespasses of our sin. We have no way to to self-animate and self-determine our spiritual path because we're dead. We can't move. But God reaches down, Ephesians tells us, and causes us. God causes us to become alive. That means there's a resurrection work that's done in our life. And he does that resurrection work, right? And we're saved today. So this is a physical resurrection, but please know that God does resurrections all the time, every day, even in today's skeptical world. So then it goes on like this. So the child, so then Elijah took the child, brought him down from the upper chamber into the house and delivered him to his mother. And Elijah said, see, your son lives. And the woman said to Elijah, now I know that you are a man of God without a doubt and that the word of the Lord is in your mouth. That's what it's all about. It's about people recognizing that God is still in charge. Have you prayed for a miracle lately? Have you prayed for God to show up powerfully in your fellowship, in your church, in your home, in your business? Why don't you pray it? God, show up strong and powerful. Not so I get the benefit. So people see you and are changed forever. Now, when you do that, I believe God's going to show up. And you're going to find unbelievable grace for your journey as well. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much that you still do resurrections. Thank you so much that you still change us, that you still challenge us. Thank you, Father, that you are still God all the time. It's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you. Love you. Thank you for being with us. Join us next time right here at Grace for Your Journey. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. 
Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.